I don't know why I'm sitting here waiting for Cole to bring us in. <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode, I ain't got a clue anymore. 27, 27, 28. We're working our way up to 30. Man, the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I am Jason. I'm here with Wes. What's up, what's up? And we got some special guests in the studio with us tonight from the lacrosse team. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Logan Francoeur, and I'm the captain of the Bartow lacrosse team. And I'm Zachary Mace. I'm the defensive captain of the lacrosse team, of the Bartow lacrosse team. You got a good voice for this, man. You sound like you sound like you've been doing this a lot. I'm, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> I don't want to be stupid. Do you guys play any other sports other than lacrosse? Let me start there with you. I used to. Used to play lacrosse. <laughs> I, once once you started playing lacrosse, it, that was it. Yeah, definitely. How about you? I've played every sport possible, but finally found lacrosse, and it was my sport. And then I did a bit of cross country for my junior year. Nice. So we got to be totally honest with you. Fastest five k. 21. Okay. Good stuff. My fastest was 19, almost flat in boot camp. You were that guy I was always trying to keep up with and made me tired. (laughs) Let me tell everybody what my fastest was. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. 32 minutes and 13 (laughs) seconds. (laughs) I definitely thought you were going to be sarcastic and say like 12 minutes or something ridiculous. But, I mean, 32 minutes was my best time. I've only ran one. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So last week, ladies and gentlemen, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I'm never doing that again, but uh, I'm glad you guys came up to the studio tonight to talk about the lacrosse program for Bartow High School. Um, we, this show here, we kind of sticking with football. Yeah. We want to also highlight anybody and everybody that you know wants to come on and, and talk about the sport that they play. Now, being totally honest, like we told you before we came on air, we don't know anything about lacrosse. lacrosse. Nope. Like, I seen um, uh, one of y'all's players' mom posted on social media about her son, and he ran from behind the goal and, like, jumped and, like, threw the thing in the – I was like – I know who that is. So, it was like – so, you could score from, like, running behind the thing. It's like – so, it's all kind of new to us. So, we apologize if we ask any stupid questions, but <laughs> I feel like there's probably listeners out there that, you know, have been listening to us from the beginning of the football show and probably don't know about a lot about lacrosse either. So I know you played soccer, Logan. Did you know anything about lacrosse? Like, did you just kind of went out there and said, I'm going to give this a try? Yeah, he just, the coach came up to me and he just told me to come out and try it. It was, I just <laughs> went to a camp and he was just like, yeah, come try it in a Barto instead of baseball. Yeah. How about you? Well, actually, so the, when you're like little, there's always those little toys, and they're called fiddle sticks. And we always we bought a pair because I never did anything with them. We kept them in the back of our garage, and one day we brought it out to the to my sister's softball game, and I actually could catch and do all this stuff. And my parents were like, hey, why don't you come try an actual lacrosse team? And that's that was all she wrote. I came out and practiced, and I got better. And I actually enjoyed the sport. Sweet. So, is there like offensive players and defensive players? Like, are you kind of like football, where you have like your offensive guys and defensive guys? Or are you kind of like soccer, where you kind of do both up and back, and you're playing both ways? There's like, um, there's like a we call attack, and then midfield. Midfield does both defense and offense, and then we have a defense that has like these six foot poles. 
like he what he does. Yeah, so the normal, we call them shorties. It's about the most common stick you'll see because midfielders and attackmen use it. They're about three foot long. No, yeah, yeah. Three foot. foot. And then the deep holes are six foot long because it's easier to play defense with them. Double in size. Holy smokes. Wow. Yeah. Now, it's a lot more physical of a sport than <laughs> oh, I ever thought. I've seen some videos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, you actually can hit somebody with the stick, right? Yeah, totally. That's yeah, totally... Like so, if you're running with the with the what, what do you call the ball? A ball? Yeah, just yeah. a ball. <laughs> <laughs> you're running with the ball. Somebody can run up beside you and take their stick and hit you in the arm, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they can they can just reel back and hit you sometimes. I mean, you, there are penalties like you can get a slash is one of the penalties, and they can be from one minute to three depending on how hard you hit them. But you can, if you're smart, you don't reel back and you just give them a like smack, and even those can leave a pretty bad bruise. So, yeah. there's, so there's like, uh, like uh, you said, penalties like a minute, three minutes. So it was like hockey. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to play down. A, like you got to play down a person. Yep. Oh, okay. and down. But and actually, down. So like a power play. We were yeah, actually, exactly. We were actually talking about it uh, before we came on the podcast. Um, the way if you had to describe it, lacrosse would be like air hockey, like hockey in midair. Yeah. Huh. Interesting way to put it. <laughs> so I know just from my experience with soccer. A lot of soccer players um, are decent basketball players. Hmm. Go, it goes hand in hand. If you're a good soccer player, if you can control the ball with your feet, got the footwork and all that, and you can dribble in and out of people, chances are you're going to be able to dribble a basketball and kind of do the same thing. So you'll see a lot of soccer players that um, be pick up basketball, a decent player, Maybe not the best shooter in the world. They'll be a better passer. They'll be able to, you know, drive and dish Facilitate. off. Because in soccer, it, it translates. Did you see going to lacrosse, being a soccer player when you're younger, baseball, that some of the tools that you had from the other sports kind of translated over? Oh, yeah, definitely. That especially, like, even playing, like, pickup basketball, you know, play defense, that's kind of how they taught us, just getting in front of them and just using the actual stick. And then, like, soccer is definitely because there's a ton of running in soccer, you know, <laughs> especially in midfield when you're running back and forth. That's the same thing on lacrosse. You're running back and forth in midfield, doing both defense and offense. That definitely helps. Yeah, to be honest, if you're if you're a good athlete in any sport, you're good in lacrosse. And there we go. You yep. opened up the door. <laughs> All right, so a couple years ago, um, again, I don't know much about the sport, but I, I do follow the football program for years. And uh, one of the coaches, I don't know if it was lacrosse or football, had the idea, <laughs> Wes, of, hey, I'm put the football players out here in lacrosse. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I think I could tell you what coach that was. Now, I, you know, I grew up in Bartow in the 90s, early 90s. Soccer was not that popular of a sport. And there was some coaches that had the same idea about soccer. Mm-hmm. Just take the football players and stick them out there. <laughs> To the to the point, Wes, and you, you've gotten to know the Tates a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Coach certainly. Charlie Tate, who's at Winter Haven now, he was my uh, uh, weightlifting coach my senior year. He came on and was going to coach the JV soccer team. So he brought out he, he had a, a few seniors on the JV, and the first game, eleven men to the ball, eleven men to the ball. The next day at weightlifting class, he called me in his office. He said, hey, 
this 11 minutes of the ball thing's not working. <laughs> so what do I need to do? So I had to like sit down and like, okay, you get you either play four defenders, you can play three defenders, you can play five defenders. Like it's like chess coach. You got to like set them up strategically on the field. And so over that year, he got to learn soccer and everything, but they put some football players out. Now, when I first heard it, I thought, okay, this might be good because mm-hmm. I figure if you're an athlete, like you just said, you can take a running back, wide receiver, defensive back, safety, put them out on lacrosse, and it should equal success. <laughs> you would then. You would. I, I might have to <laughs> retract my previous statement. And yeah. Say, yeah. If you're an athlete. So, so do you? So you you remember that? Like I know you're oh, probably yeah. younger, but I don't know if they had success or not. But I, I don't think the football players were still out there, right? Oh yeah, there we've is. got There's a couple, a couple, but there's did it, one right now. But he probably plays the game because he likes lacrosse. He's not just out there because football coach is saying <laughs> go get some extra work. Yeah, right. So, what what is it about the sport that makes it a little difficult? Because you said you know the athlete, but you know I we covered Dathan Davis. You guys, I'm sure know him. Wide receiver, six foot, six, six, six. Six five. What do they feed Super him? fast. He plays on the basketball team. He's too. on the oh, basketball team. Shout out to them. There's a lot of success right now. Uh, yeah, reg- uh, semifinal. Regional Friday semis. Friday night, I think. Yep. So, you know, I look at him and put him on lacrosse, like you think, with his height and length. But it, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily translate, does it? Not really. It's, it's really just, if you're athletic, that's one thing, but it's getting used to the stick that is the hardest part it's catching and throwing and like running with it even it's one thing you can actually hit but catching and shooting that's a whole nother thing yeah that's what really separates a really good team from a from a bad one is because uh you'll be playing a team and sometimes they'll catch the ball and they'll drop it or whatever but then you then you know it's a good team because they're literally seconds in between their passes it's pass 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 shot and it's game's over by the end by the time you think wow that's a good team so mm-hmm. how do you stop somebody from just running straight down the field like i know you said get in front of them and stuff like that but if, if uh <laughs> if, if maurice bell yeah oh man wanted to play lacrosse <laughs> and he got the ball like and somebody put it in a stick and you get and out of the way jason and he just <laughs> running like how do you stop him uh there's or anyone in, or in anyone that like how do you yeah like I understand you can hit them and get in their way but can they run you over oh yeah but the only thing is just you can't drop your head can't drop your head can't okay your that's head. a good rule and yeah just um I don't even know what the penalty's called it's like just leaning with your head yeah I think it's bull charge there's something yeah, like uh, that um, yes charging or yeah something like it's just you just have to be in front of them and be square you know like a uh, soccer. Just kind of shadowing. It's kind of like that. And it's just you let them run to you, get in front of them, and just hit them like this. And it has to be low. And that, that is a nice thing about lacrosse is because, it, yeah, they, that, it's probably a big guy that's probably barreling down, but it's all really a lot, a lot about stick skills because I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest man on the team, but I'm, I'm one of the better defenders because I, I can get my six-foot pole in between their hands and just rip that stick out of their hands and ball go flying. So a lot of a lot of defense, a lot of defensive drills will be with the stick, trying to get a poke in there, hit the head of their stick, and 
push that ball out and get on the ground. Well, tell us about Bartow's team, how you guys started the season this year and, and how you're looking and what's the, the goal. I mean, everybody says the goal is a district championship, championship yeah. and all that, but um, what are you guys looking for this year and, and how, how have you started? Uh, well, our first game, we were not prepared at all. Oh, it was boy. against uh, Lakeland. Oh, we were not prepared. <laughs> we were just, just, like, not doing good at all. They just destroyed us the whole game because everyone's head was down. It was just bad. Well, it wasn't a horrible game. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to say I, I don't want to say that we were bad, but it was it was good up until the second half, and we could tell people were getting tired, and we were missing some of our players because there was. Were we off that Monday? We yeah, were, that, that Monday was President's, President's Day. Day. Yeah. So a lot of players made plans. And then one of our starting defenders also got hurt. Oh, and yeah. we lost him, too. So we had two relatively new players in. But that shouldn't have made that big of a difference in the end. Yeah, and then all these rest of the games, I think it was like four other games, um, Lake Wells, um, Lake Gibson, and Celebration, we just completely destroyed oh, yeah. them. That, I think nice. we, we were like – Triple digits been between, but I think celebration was like eight or not triple. I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> double, so it was uh, like eighteen two. I think at celebration it was seventeen one at Lake Wales. It was they were blowout games. Who's the powerhouse in Polk County when it comes to lacrosse? Newsom. Well, like, are they or Polk County our, or in our district? Yeah, Newsom. Uh, okay, so Newsom's in your district. Oh yeah, it's, sadly, it's bad. What's the district? Who's the district? Uh, and I, I can't. I, I apologize for asking because every sport's oh, different. I did, yeah. It, it it wasn't like that. I don't know about yeah. you, Wes, but when I played, it, you had your district was your district, right? For every sport. Yeah, and because they change it constantly. But we have Newsom, Winter Haven, uh, Lakeland, and uh, Durant. Discovery, I think, is also in there. Yeah, and Discovery. And Newsom's the the powerhouse. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, that was the thing. We're we're usually we used to have an old district where it was all of our people we played during the summer ball. We played summer ball and fall ball with those teams, and then they changed the district up. And Newsom was this new kid, and Newsom just hap- so happens to be like usually top ten in the state. Oh yeah, it's, so they're and really good. We we were always just like a public district. We always played each other and fought for the regionals. So is Newsom a private school? Was that a public high school? I honestly yeah, I don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I just know they do it by school size. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I bring that up because, you know, like for soccer, you may get in the district with, uh, say, Lakeland Christian or McKeel, you know, where they can recruit and oh, bring yeah. players in like that, which sometimes it, it, it makes it a little unfair. I mean, there's some recruiting that goes on in public high schools, as we all know. But, you know, when you're going up against maybe a whole club team that plays year-round together, yeah. now they're playing in high school mm-hmm. all together. It makes it extremely difficult. Highly rated public school located in Lithia. Highly rated. Lith- Lithia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. So uh, off the top of your head, do you know when you play them? Uh, yesterday. You played oh, them yesterday? yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> all right, so uh, go ahead and tell us how uh, that went. <laughs> I'd rather not talk about it. It was it, – we went into the game with our heads down already. We were yeah, thinking we're going to lose. We were thinking we are going to get blown out. And as soon as we had that mindset, we, as soon as we got there, it was awful. It was like 
one after another another. It was like, what, what was the final score? Like 18 to yeah, 5? Yeah, 18 5. It was just frustrating because we over or underestimated ourselves. We could have definitely kept up with them, but we just had that mindset. Yeah, we, we, we actually did pretty well in our first quarter. I think the first quarter score was like 3 2. Or something three, like, yeah, three, two, we three, were one. Like, we were all of us. All of the starters were like, "We've got this, we've got this." And then second quarter came along, and they they, they, yeah. they already knew what we were gonna do, and they put it down our throats. Yeah, it was like it was bad second, third quarter. Well, you, well, you're both seniors, right? So already you know going into the next time you play them, what you guys have to do as leaders on your team to give yourselves a better chance. Like I, I don't even know about the sport, but looking at your body language when I asked you. <laughs> so you, you guys know going into that, you've seen what they, what they got, so you just got to go in there more confident, it mm-hmm. sounds like. And, and you guys are going to get better, you know, oh, each yeah, game you play. Do you know when you play them next? Uh, we should. I probably don't, don't see them until playoffs. Yeah, until playoffs. Okay. And hopefully that that will be the team in the championship, definitely. So who who else is your competition that you might be a little worried about now? Oh, oh I forgot about Bloomingdale is also in our district. Ooh. Bloomingdale, Bloomingdale, always had a good soccer. Got a darn good football team. Yeah, they they got a lot. But see the 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 talent pool to pull from. Like I don't understand how they do the. I know it goes by the the school size and all that. And and in Barto, you've got all the academies and all IB right. and Summerlin and stuff like that. But still, like adding all those schools and even pulling kids from around the county to those academies and stuff, doesn't it doesn't it's equal up to yeah. going against what a Bloomingdale can, yeah. mm-hmm. the size of the area and stuff like that. Right. So uh, who's your coaches? Talk about your coaches a little bit. Uh, uh, I'll let him talk about Keating. Yeah, it's uh, Coach Keating's the head coach. And um, I, I think he's been doing, he's been coaching in Bartow for like, I don't know, like, 11, 12, I don't even remember. He was the one who made the team, I believe. Yeah, yeah he made the team, but it started as a, a Summerlin Academy club okay. team. So it was just a club team to start. Yeah. The, okay. Do pretty much all the high schools now have a team? Um, it's it's, don't, it's don't growing know. momentum. I mean, we had uh, Discovery was a pretty new team. They made their team just recently. And then uh, Topolika, I believe is their name. That's a new team. I know GJ, uh, George Jenkins, doesn't have a team. They don't. Hmm. Interesting. They don't even have a girls team? I, I don't think so. To be honest, I don't. I think girls teams are rarer than boys teams. I think it usually starts with a club boys team, then club girls team, then they both go to varsity eventually. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You were talking about quarters, not to interrupt. Um, you were talking about quarters earlier. Does that work like similar to, I guess, football? Is there four quarters? And yeah, if so, how long are how long is each quarter? Uh, they're twelve, twelve or thirteen. Yeah, twelve minutes. Twelve. And then is there a halftime like some most sports? Yeah. So there's usually a two minute break for each quarter, and then halftime's twelve minutes, I believe. Okay. But what really makes lacrosse games long is anytime the ref stops the play or blows the whistle, the clock stops. Ah. So there's okay. no, there's no it's. It can, it's so, supposedly it's 42 minute or 45 minute long games, but they can go on for an hour and a half if you're playing good teams. Yeah. And then each quarter, do you guys like swap sides? Yep. Okay. Interesting. Similar, similar to football a little bit there. Trying to draw some similarities to sports I'm familiar with. (laughs) What about the scoring? 
So is every um, goal worth one point? Yes. Oh, yeah. So there's not like a two-pointer or well, three-pointer or that, something like that? That was interesting. I, I didn't know about this until recently, but college lacrosse, I believe, or no, professional lacrosse. Yeah, the PLL. Uh, they, they added uh, a three-point line. A two-point. Or two-point line? Two-point line at 20 yards? It's pretty far out there. It's pretty far. <laughs> I mean, you you got to make a good shot, so it's pretty worth it to try and shoot it from there. It makes the sport a lot more interesting. Who's your goalie? Uh, his name's Mente. It's Mente Macedo. Yep. So I just I have to feel like the goalie's got to be a pretty special oh, yeah. person. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Lacrosse. Certainly. Like, how hard can you throw that um, ball? There's some kids like 90, 90 miles per hour. <laughs> Okay, what's the goalie wearing? Like, is oh, it full, like, hockey goalie type? No, it's just helmet, neck guard. So there's actually two two different types of lacrosse. There's box, well, there's lots of lacrosse, but there's box lacrosse and field lacrosse. Uh, the varsity sport is field lacrosse, which usually the goalie's just wearing a chest piece. Sometimes they won't wear elbows, and they'll take it right off the chest, and the goalie net's huge, so usually they can catch with that. And those shots will come from pretty far, so they can catch it pretty easily. But box lacrosse is indoors, and it's about half the size of a field. And those shots are coming probably from me to you, like six feet, and they're coming about 90 miles per hour. Those goalie, <laughs> those goalies are geared up. I've been in their gear. You can't even move in their gear. It, <laughs> it honestly feels like you're. That's it's. I'm, I'm drawing the similarities to my daughter because she played indoor soccer, and was a goalie, and you know, a lot of the things that made her a successful goalie. And outdoor soccer was from indoor soccer. But then some of her uh, bad habits mm-hmm. came from indoor. Right. And one of the things, and she's going to kill me for talking about this, but one of the <laughs> things that, you know, catching everything. Right. Her natural reaction was from indoor was just to block it. Okay. You, and it was co-ed. So, and it was a 11 to 14 co-ed. Mm. So you'd have you it's know, a boys, wide range. 13, 14 year old boys taking a shot out, you know, a 12 yeah. year old girl from five yards away as hard as they could. Sh- <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't catching it, it was just reacting and blocking it. Right. So, that, you know, she had a hard time on the outdoor and some of the balls you could catch. So I would have to think that it would be kind of be the same with the box and field for the goalies. But anybody that's playing goalie, whether a box or field, sounds like a you got to have some kahunas. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Well, they actually, they recently changed the rule, which makes goalie a little more safer. There's the the chess piece used to just be a normal chess piece, just fabric padding on it. But they, they recently added a new rule where all chess pieces have to have this really hard piece of plastic. It, to, it's called a heart stop, I believe. So it's if the goalies take it off the chest, they don't stop their heart. We actually had a player during our fall league, it was called Shooters, he was a bigger guy, and he took a shot right off the chest. I think his chest pad actually slid down, so he took it right off the chest normally. He was fine for a couple seconds, but then he, he slowly got down on the ground, and he was kind of unresponsive. It almost looked like he was having a seizure, and it was terrifying. We called the ambulance, and he, he ended up being perfectly fine afterwards, but they, they said that was because he took it right off the chest. So we have a Incredible. bit of a per- little personal experience with that. Ball size, is it like a baseball Oh yeah. In terms it's, of size, smaller, bigger? It's kind of it's kind of smaller than that like and it's just a rubber ball. Yeah, it'd be rubber. rubber. Yeah, okay. They, they those balls they to be honest, I'd rather get hit by a baseball than a than a <laughs> oh, yeah, lacrosse definitely. ball cuz they're they're just solid things of rubber. 
Yeah. No. Like, uh, what's it called? Racquetball? Yeah. Well, one of those little bad boys. <laughs> those, yeah, they, they can hurt because, I mean, goalies do take a lot of shots, but they, they can gear up. Some of them wear elbows, shin guards. Our mente will wear padded shorts okay. and all that stuff. They Smart. Have, they have throat guards, but the poor the poor defensive middies and the defenders, we don't got that. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be defending, and sometimes the attackman will just rip a shot, 90-mile-per-hour shot right on top of us, and we'll take it, we'll take it right off the body. Oh, yeah. You just got to keep playing. You can't come off the field. The refs, the refs show no mercy. You yeah. probably feel that a lot more the next day, huh? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the amount of adrenaline that's going through your body, you know? You should see some of the plays he does. He, I've seen him do it twice now, once in the Newsom game and one time in Fall League. He, he would full speed run to the middle of the, the crease is what we call it, but the middle of the play area. Uh-huh. And he jumps up and takes the shot right off his, right off his chest piece and hits the ground running. Scoops yeah. it up and last, goes. Last night I did that, and I'm filling it right here in this morning. It it's <laughs> it was not worth it. Well, you're a lot braver than I am in that aspect. You said it was not worth it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something that I, I mean, it sounds like a sport that if it wasn't around when I was younger, that I, I would have enjoyed playing. Our, yeah. co- our defensive coach, co- uh, Bill Path, he says that exact same thing. He said, or... My dad says that if this sport was around, he would play it. Bill said if he if he would have started on this sport the second it was made, he'd probably be one of the best lacrosse players ever because it was so interesting to him. Huh. It uh, sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, it it it's. I'm definitely gonna make it a point to come out and watch you guys at a home game for sure. I'd love to to come see you play. Was Newsome at home or away? At home. Home. Oh, so we, we play play Bloomingdale home tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh wow! What time? Uh, seven o'clock. I believe it's seven. Yeah. Is there a JV? Uh, sadly, no. It's just right now we don't got enough players to do that. Okay. I think our team size right now is about twenty three or so. Yeah. And there's only ten players on the field at a time. So there's there's three attackmen, three midfield, three defenders, and then the goalie. So ten at a time for each team. Hmm. And we do have a girls team in Barton. Mm-hmm. Correct. They're yeah, actually playing good. tonight, I believe. How are they doing? Uh, they've only had one game, but that was their senior night, and they, I think they, I don't even know what this final score is, but they they did really good. Uh, I've got a, a question that I have to ask, and I, and don't get yourselves in trouble. Uh oh. So soccer's been on, around a lot longer than lacrosse, and especially in high school, you get some referees out there that I don't want to say that they're to collect a part-time job check (laughs) but you do get that right so and then you get sometimes somebody that's never played the sport that just sat in a class you know and and can test good but that really is never played and doesn't understand what a through ball is and you know they just go out there and they we need those type people, so I'm not knocking that. But is it hard, you know, to get good officiating that, like, it, referee, umpire, whatever you call it, that know the sport? It really depends. Sometimes, sometimes, to be honest, it's all relative to the player. But sometimes the refs will be very biased. Not not biased, but they they can tell. They're good judge of character. Sometimes they can tell the players 
that have played football instead of lacrosse and they just picked up lacrosse. So <laughs> they'll be a mo- little more potent on calling them on their hits because they don't, they know if they let that escalate, it's going to become bad. Yeah, if yeah. they let them get away with it, they'll, someone's going to get hurt. But do, you, do you think a lot of the, the refs are, have played the sport then? Oh, definitely. I okay. think that's like most of them, but okay, good. they, there's some refs that we complain about that are like, we call them like really soft. If like a certain hit, you know, immediately flag it. <laughs> it really depends. Because yeah, our coach always complains how how they're so soft in Florida compared to where he was from mm-hmm. in uh, Buffalo. And you just – that's number of thing, number one thing he really complains about. So your coach, he knows the sport. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He, he played <laughs> – he's played for a while. Yeah, he's the one that would be like, oh, we used to play in the s- six feet of snow. Like, you know, just over-exaggerating. <laughs> you had to walk uphill to get yeah. – Yeah, one of those typical <laughs> stories. Yeah. But you said Buffalo. It is a, a, a more popular sport up north. Mm-hmm. I think it seems like a lot of sports like that. Soccer started more up north and then came down south. And it's the same thing here with lacrosse, it sounds like. You guys got me a little interested in going in – um, to see a game now is it like um soccer where like the top two will move on or you have to win the district to advance so actually today coach told us that from i don't know who decides the a the whatever sport officiator that controls the sport actually said that all teams in our district will go to playoffs <laughs> and we're basically fighting for our seeding okay. yeah so we could we could go all the way up there and be the last seed and end up playing Newsom and going home, which would really suck. Yeah. Or we you could, guys ain't doing that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could get the second seed and play all the way up, play probably like two games that day, warm-up games, and then go right into the, the big boy Newsom or whoever. Okay, that's, that's going to be my next question. Is it all um, the same day, a tournament like that? I don't think so. I so think it's probably not. planned out, yeah. So it's kind of like the other sports where you, you play somebody and then you advance and play somebody in advance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, very interesting. So what do you guys, uh, let me ask you this. What, what um, you said you listened to a couple of the shows. Um, what do you guys think about us doing this Bartow Jacker Breakdown show? You can be honest. Yeah. I think it's pretty awesome. I think it's really cool. I didn't I didn't know we had something like this. And now that I've been on it, I think it's a really cool thing that you guys do. Well, we appreciate you guys coming in and, and teaching us about the sport. Now, since I know your coaches have some interest in coming on, um, when they come up, we won't be as, you know. You'll uh, be more educated. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a little yeah. more educated to have an adult conversation with some coaches about a sport. But one of the things is, just so you can kind of pass it on um, for us, is we're, you know, we, we're focusing on the football team. But one of the things – that I've said on a previous episode is anybody who wants, you know, not spotlight, but, you know, opportunity to come on, talk about what they're doing, right? You know, whether it be the swim team, cheerleaders, like whoever. The chess team. Chess. Heck yeah. Listen, robotics. The first time I ever went to a robotics tournament, well, that's a story right there. Robotics tournament. Listen. Battlebox? It's like who can Listen. make... Listen, my kids are soccer. Like soccer. I think it was at was it Union? No, it was at BEA, Bartell Elementary Academy. Mm-hmm. They joined a robotics team. So my wife said, you got to go to a robotics tournament. 
robotics term. Like what? It was at Union Academy. Mm-hmm. The first one I went to. And I'm sitting in the stands and they got all these tables set up and all these kids had a little robots. And <laughs> what's going on? When I tell you that the parents were so into, they were into this like it was the, they had apps on their phone and like were scoring. Like I didn't even know what the robots were doing on the little <laughs> track. They were moving pieces and I'm like, and the parents, oh, they got a seven pointer or something. I'm like, uh, really? <laughs> it, it was, it was eye opening to me. That's that funny. You get to learn a lot of different things through kids and, and the youth. So, and, you know, if you could help spread the word, I know you'll probably tell them, your friends and teammates that you're on, and they'll tune in and listen to this episode. But just kind of help us out if there's teams out there or, or maybe you guys through the season, you know, somebody gets an opportunity maybe to play at the next level, you know, reach back out to us and, and let us know so we can give that person some shine and spotlight. What we didn't want to do is do a, 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 an open show for all of Bartow. Right. That, like we're going to cover – Barto high school sports. Yeah. Because then it just, it, it would become a full-time job. Right. And this is not, that's not what this is. So you guys, you know, knowing your dad and everything, anybody who wants the opportunity to come up, be on the show, kind of te- teach us. Cause there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. Like right. I mean, just what we did tonight, did it with your dad on uh, his sport rugby. Like I didn't know anything about rugby until I talked to him about it. And that, and that's a, <laughs> A fun sport. No, I'm not going to play. <laughs> I probably played lacrosse before I played. There's some scary <laughs> rugby players. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I ain't doing it. But yeah, if you guys could help us with that, we'd appreciate it. Um, it's not that we don't care about the lacrosse teams or the swim team or you know basketball, softball, baseball. But with doing the football, there's enough there and content to kind of keep us going with. And and we'll talk about other stuff too. But anybody that's listening. You know, if, you, if your child, you're listening to this and your child's on the softball team and there's a story about the softball team, then just message us and <laughs> tell us what's going on. And we'd love to have you guys come up to the studio and, and talk about it. Absolutely. So anything you can do to help us with that, we'd appreciate it. Um, how, lo- how big is the field that you guys play on? It's the, the whole football field. Yeah. 100 about, yards? About 100 yeah. yards, yeah. What? It's crazy. <laughs> I thought it was way smaller than that. No, it, no. I thought it was like 50, maybe. It's a, it's a long sprint if you start from the end, 100 yards. I believe it. You, yeah, Jesus. You should, you should see some of the players that we've had. Um, when you, you have to get the ball across the field, basically, to the offense, we call it a clear. Uh-huh. And they'll start on the end line, and they and you only have – there's a time limit, actually. So to get across the midfield line, you only have 20 seconds to do that. And then once you get past the midfield line, you only have 10 seconds to get into the box, which is a smaller area. So okay. you, you only have about 30 seconds to get it to the other side of the field, and that's going through all the defenders, the midfield, and then all through the attack. And so if you don't, it's practically a turnover, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a failure. It's an instant. It's a called a failure to attack. Yeah. That sounds intimidating. Yeah. And you, ha! <laughs> you failure. <laughs> Denied. So, okay, so once, Interesting. You get it, once you get it to the box – then do you have as much time as you want to work oh, it yeah. around? Yes. The- well, that that differs. In high school, yes, you can actually come out of the box, but you can't cross the midfield line, and you can use the whole half of the field to set up plays and go for shots oh, and yeah, stuff like great. that. But in college, there is a, a rule to kind of speed up the sport, and it's called a shot clock, and it's an 80-second timer that you have to take a shot at the goal, 
if, if you, even if you no, you actually have to hit the goal, don't you? Yeah. You have to hit the goal or the goalie, and then the clock resets. So if you don't shoot it, that can really mess up the the flow of the game. So we'll say the box, and then in soccer terminology, be attacking third. You get the ball there. You could just kind of play keep away if you yeah, like yeah. if you have yeah. the lead. Yeah, well, there is a there is a slight rule. You kind of you can't can't be obvious about it because they'll give you they'll give you a stall penalty. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of warning before stall penalty. It's kind of hard to get one. I've never seen one to I've, be honest. Yeah. But the the ref will hold up his hand and that's the stall warning. So basically, you have to get in the box and show that you're still playing. You're not just holding the ball to run out the time. Plus, that's really boring. So the, so the object <laughs> is to stop the other team from getting in the box. Then you got a time limit on how fast you can get the ball to your box. Mm-hmm. And then from your box, you can kind of settle down yep. and then work up your plays yep. and run your off. See, I like that because in soccer, my biggest complaint coaching is we get the ball to the attacking third, and then all soccer players want to do is Go right to the goal and score. Mm-hmm. Kind of chaos. It's like, yeah. just get the ball to the attacking third and let's be patient and creative well, and take our time and, and wait for the opening and, <laughs> yeah, and then shoot. Yeah. So I, I like that about. That's one of the, my favorite things about lacrosse. It is such a creative sport. You can literally, there's like an infinite amount of plays you can do. You could go on YouTube and look up lacrosse plays and you'll probably find a million videos. And it's also really creative because there's so much you can do with the stick. We have players that'll put the stick between their legs and they'll run down the field and bounce the ball into the goal or do these crazy shots. There's some really good players out there that can do insane stuff. Yeah, like in, uh, you know, in soccer, you do your sets in the beginning. Like, I I can't even remember what it's called. It's like two where defense and then I don't even know what you call it. But like in lacrosse and offense, we call it like a 14 set. It's like one offense up top. Four in the cross and like one behind the goal. Like your formations? Yeah, mm-hmm. formation. That's okay. Call, yeah, yeah, formations. We can set those up. And it's, that's like the best part, I think. So when you get the ball to the box, is mm-hmm. the coach on the sideline when you get the ball to the box and then he's like calling the play? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, he'll, seven, seven. He'll, he'll actually, we actually usually use code names for our stuff. So it'll be, there'll be funny ones and stuff like that. But usually we do cities and then the, the coach would say it and then the sideline would repeat it. So it's it's really cool because you it literally be like uh, just random study. It'll be they'll be like Bartow, and then they'll you'll hear the whole echo of the the sideline say it too, and it, it it's really interesting to watch it. Sweet. So there's a lot of strategy to it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, and things that you practice at. Mm-hmm. You know, you see lacrosse practice. You know what are they doing? <laughs> you know, but the, what do they say? Cheeseburger. Are, what the? Yeah, you guys are putting in in the work there at practice. To get to the box, to be creative mm-hmm. on how you're going to score. And then I'm sure you, you work defense and stuff as well, but that's something I'm taking away from this. It's just, okay, when I'm watching, you got to get to the box. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when we go out there and watch, if we didn't know that, well, oh, we'd have no idea. Yeah, why did they just oh, shoot yeah. it? What are they doing? <laughs> well, we hope that uh, everybody that's listening, that you'll at least give it a chance to go out and watch the boys and girls lacrosse team and, is it, you guys have a website or anything like that for the team? Or I know we had a um, like an Instagram account, but I, I don't think we have a website. Okay, so do me a favor. Um, shoot me a text that you schedule, and then we'll post the schedule on the Facebook and Twitter page and just kind of put it out there and try to get some people to come and watch you guys um, and the girls' team. Unless you got any other questions? Mm, 
Not that I know of at the top of my head. Um, one second. Zach, you are number... 17. 17. And Logan, you are number... 15. 15. All right. And Logan, you play what position? Uh, midfield. Midfield and defense. Yep, okay. defense. Good deal. If I was coaching lacrosse, I'm going to get the biggest kid I could find to be the goalie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just yes, sir. That stick them in there. Yeah, <laughs> so right. They do. Let them fill up the goal naturally. <laughs> you should, you Put all the pads it. on you could get. Oh yeah. <laughs> we actually have a super funny story. So our pennies, I don't usually they fit everybody, but we were at a summer ball tournament, and this goalie was so big they had to rip. So the pennies are just like basketball pennies. They had to cut down the sides of it, and they duct taped it on him. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy was gigantic i don't understand how you could have ever shot on him and on top of that that man was a freight train i saw him got the ball and he was upfield i mean I'm, i bet you could he couldn't turn very well but i don't i wouldn't want to step in front of him i don't know why he would ever need to turn you, you want to uh, start coaching lacrosse with me with yeah i don't know I'll, I'll help you recruit do they have lacrosse on um like PlayStation or anything like that? Is like video I, games? I'm pretty sure, but it's probably so bad. It would, yeah, it's it probably. Would, there's so yeah. many details to lacrosse. I mean, like, the, even to explain the sticks to you, I don't even understand how they work because it's, it's mesh. There's shooting strings. There's whip. There's hold. There's channel. There's everything to it. I could never string a stick. And I imagine if you had to do something like that in a game, it'd be mind burning it'd be too much i think yeah so as seniors before we let you go what are our plans after high school you guys been thinking about that yet or hopefully i've been trying to get it's pretty hard getting recruited for lacrosse in florida but mm-hmm. that's one thing I, i'm trying to get at right now emailing coaches and stuff like that okay. if not i'll probably go to polk state for two years and then like to go from there. Do Try and transfer a, somewhere, maybe? Yeah. Do they have a club team, maybe, at Polk State? Sadly, no. No? I feel like, I'll, I feel like that's a really sad thing about lacrosse. I, there's a lot of good players that just get ignored because a lot of coaches will go up north and recruit people from Maryland. Maryland's a big lacrosse state. And then a lot of good players in Polk County just usually don't get a chance to play college lacrosse. So I wish more club teams were out there for college. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Is there any... um? Like uh, showcase tournaments or anything like that in there oh, that you yeah. can go to as a senior? Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. expensive. Yeah, they're, they're expensive. very, very expensive. Lacrosse is a very expensive sport. We were talking about, me and Lance were talking about that earlier, about just how much money it costs <clears throat> anymore for for sports. And, and uh, one of the things with this with this show and, and the network and the studio space that we've got is we're trying to get to a situation where – Unfortunately, we'll do anything we can to help you now or if you're interested in, in trying to go play at the next level. But for next year's lacrosse senior, you know, of, you know just, okay, well, maybe bring us your game footage and, and we got somebody on the network that knows how to do all the editing and, and the, the software and computers are up here in the studio. And, and maybe even you coming up and doing it yourself, having the access to the tools that you need to get your stuff out there to the coaches and stuff like that. It sounds like you're doing what you can now. Right. You're playing the sport. You're emailing the coaches. Unfortunately, in all sports other than baseball, football, and basketball, you've got to be your own agent or your parents got to be your agent. Um, But anything we can do, you know, in the future, these are the type of situations that we want to try to help with. Um, Money, showcase things like, you know, so – 
you know, maybe in the future we have a golf tournament that we raise money to try to help players that, hey, I need $500 to go to this showcase. And mm-hmm. not just going to give anybody $500, but if you are doing what you're supposed to do and your coach says, hey, this kid's got it, just needs an opportunity, then it's something that not us as MCN or Bartow Jacket, but the community could come together mm-hmm. and help you guys or girls or whatever it is because it's unfortunate that all sports aren't equal. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're a great basketball player, you don't have to sell yourself. Mm. If you're a great football player, you don't have to sell yourself. They're gonna find you. You know, if you're a great soccer player, it's different. You know, lacrosse, swimmer, mm-hmm. golf. Golf's a little golf's different, but you know, so what you were saying in the sports starting up north, college coaches tend to not just kind of uh, Florida, they don't know what they're doing yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're missing yeah. out probably on some great talent that they can mold and into and maybe a year or two by their junior senior in college could be a dominant player. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to try to help and you know, that way in the future. That'd be great. Anything else you guys can think of that you wanna share about the sport? Um, or the team or yeah. anything like that, the school? I, I guess it's just it's a really fast sport. And it's like hockey where you, you know how people sub out in hockey? Right. How they just run off the ice. That's how <coughs> the cross is. One guy runs off the field, another guy comes out. So there's not constant breaks Interesting. subbing. It's just a really fast game. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a big thing in lacrosse is people get tired really quickly. That's why big teams, you'll go to the, the, the summer ball and they'll have teams of like 50 people. And you're like, man, why would they need that many people? There's never a tired person on the field with them. It's it's honestly feels like with our summer team, we usually have about twenty a, a sub probably for each player. Jesus, and it's it gets tiring real quick because it f- honestly feels like a one versus an army of a team. It's insane sometimes. You know, just sitting here thinking maybe that's what we do with with the with the girls and and boys coach. I'll reach out to them and start conversation, and maybe towards the end of the season. We bring them on, and then we'll let them bring up some players from each of the teams, and we can kind of have the talk about, you know, have the coaches talk about you guys, and we can kind of interview the coaches and kind of talk about the season, but then from that, you take that interview, and that's what you send to the colleges. Mm-hmm. You know, that Because this one here, you're teaching us about the game, so you're an ambassador for the sport which college coaches should love, right? But now if your coach is up here and, and talking with us and, and your coach is talking highly and your coach knows what he's talking about, unlike me and Wes, you know, that that's the type of thing that you can shoot to a college and say, hey, check out this interview. I was on a local podcast. And then, you know, that Just may help you a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. I think we would probably be the first team to ever do something like that. Anything you guys can think of that we can do to help, whether it's just come in and record. Yeah, a podcast episode. Not even a podcast, because there's so many things with the the equipment that we have that we can do that's not necessarily a podcast. Just recording something. Mm -hmm. um, So anything you can think of creatively, kind of like we just got into the box. Let's be creative on how we can help you guys, but... If we can't help you, at least you know that you're part of something that as we get rolling, then maybe 
kids will have more of an opportunity maybe than you had in the sport. And it's because of you guys and what you've done and your coach starting it as a club team at Summerlin and stuff like that. Sound good? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Well, I, I like I like this guy's boy. He he's sitting back in the chair like he's done this thirty times. <laughs> who who, did, who else did we have? Was it Lynn? Uh, that just yep yeah, and that was Lynn. The, it was over the phone too. Yeah, that was a, a face just sounding like he does this on the regular. It's like man, I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> Put me out of a job. All right, well, thank you for coming up. You no, guys no. are welcome anytime. Shoot me the schedule. We'll get it up on our social media. Try to make it to a game. Next time you play that Newsome now, get in their heads. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. right. Get in their heads. Look at us. We're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a podcast. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Bartow Jacket Breakdown podcast. Check us out next week. We have something special for you. I'm just kidding. We haven't thought about it, but we'll be here next week, same time. So check us out. Let's go. Still recording. <laughs>